Good morning. So just ask to share a few words. So asking a pastor to share for a few minutes is always dangerous. Um, but just something I had in my heart uh, in this season is, is just for us to be really tuned into what God's saying. Uh, I think it's really easy to be aware of what the enemy is doing. All you have to do is turn on the news, read the newspaper, scroll through social media, and it's pretty obvious. But we, I think in this time, in this season, we as a people need to be really tuned into what God's saying and what He's doing. And uh, I just wanna, in a, I just wanna turn with, if you wanna grab your Bibles and just turn with me to Genesis 28. Uh, in verse 10, this is, this is to give you context, Jacob had swindled his brother out of his blessing and uh, his brother wanted to kill him, so he was running away. So, uh, you know, newspaper would read, Esau enraged, manhunt uh, underway. Um, you know, his, media, his social media post would have said, you know, don't you hate it when your brother dips you out of your blessing, you know, and all the likes and comments would have come through there. Um, you know, the, uh, the news would have said, uh, if you've seen this man, call Crime Stoppers. Uh, you know, so there's all this negative, all this negative uh, stuff happening. And it says there, now Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head and he lay down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamed and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth and its top reached to heaven. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I'm the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I'll give to you and your descendants. Also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and the east, to the north and the south. And in you and in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land for I will not leave you until I've done what I've spoken to you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, how awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God and this is the gate of heaven. And I wanna, the reason I brought this portion of Scripture is because, you know, we can be so aware of what the enemy is doing. But Jacob, and Jacob was so aware of what, he, what the enemy was doing. And he came to a place, he, he just thought it was a certain place. But then God began to open his eyes to see that there was, it was actually an awesome place. And he was already there, he was already at work. If you read it, it says the angels weren't descending and ascending, they were ascending first and descending second. They were already there on the ground. And I wanna say, sometimes we can be so aware of what's going on around us, so, so aware of our, of our failings, our flaws, our shortcomings. And so we're aware of all the, the limitations. But when we connect and tune in to what God's saying, we begin to become aware of what He's doing. We begin to become aware of what He's saying. And then all of a sudden, everything begins to change. Jacob woke up and said, how awesome is this place? Before he went to sleep, it was just a certain place somewhere he had to sleep on, the, on his journey. But when God began to open his eyes, everything began to change. Uh, in John 10, 27, Jesus said, I, my sheep hear my voice. I know them, they follow me. We gotta know, we gotta know that we're hearing his voice. Amen, we gotta be making sure we're tuning in to hear the voice of heaven rather than the voice of, of what the enemy's doing. Like I said, it's really easy to tune into what the, what the enemy's doing. You just, just uh, turn on the TV, turn on the radio, except for Life FM, of course. Um, you know, any, any social media, but we've got to be tuning in to hear what the voice of the Lord is saying because He carries life and we're called to carry that life all around us. So, so you know, uh, my sheep hear my voice. You know, if we're His sheep, we're hearing His voice. He knows us. That's pretty cool. You know, there's a, there's a scripture where Paul says that I may know Him, and I think that's good. It's a pursuit of knowing Christ. But he says, if they hear my voice, Jesus knows who we are. And he said, they follow me. I wanna ask you a question this morning. Who are you following? You know, uh, 
I heard Pastor Brian, I remember Pastor Brian's voice echoes in my head a lot over, over different things. And I, I remember years and years and years ago, he preached a message and he said, whatever captivates your attention today will determine your tomorrow. You know, we've got to make sure that what's captivating our imagination and attention today is what God is saying and what God is doing, what He's speaking to us, what heaven's doing, so that it captivates our tomorrow. It sets us on track, on path for tomorrow. Amen? Otherwise, we can get a little bit buffeted and pushed off course. So we want to come right back to tuning in to hear His voice. So I think uh, more now than ever before, it's so imperative for us to be tuned into the voice of the Lord and to hear what He's got to say, amen? So, so important. So uh, if ever in doubt, just keep coming back to, you know, when it, comes to this, when it comes to worship, you know, begin to allow yourself to close your eyes and begin to allow God to captivate your imagination. You know, our imagination can be captivated on all sorts of things. But when we, you know, this morning in worship, I saw, I saw like a staircase going to heaven this morning. And I thought, wow, this is, this is, this is the gate, gateway of heaven. You know, this is what God's wanting to do. You know, you know what the cool thing about that staircase is no matter how hard, you, whatever you're going through, no matter how hard it is, all you've got to do is just take one step. Just take the next step for you. You know, we don't want to, we don't, we don't want to go down the step. We don't want to stay where we are. We just want to keep moving forward. Just that next step for you. What is that next step for you? And a, and a big key to that is make sure you're following the right person. So, so if you're following the right person, uh, you'll, you'll receive life. You'll receive, you'll, there'll, there'll be peace. You'll carry the same life that a person's uh, leading you with. Amen. You're a very exciting, encouraging, wonderful looking uh, bunch of people this morning. Good, good. I uh, hope you uh, make sure you respond well when John comes to give the word. All right, I'll hand it over to him. Thank you. Isn't it great to have Simon and Mari back? Let's give them a, give them a clap. Good to be here this morning. Amen. Yeah. I was just saying to Mario, I used to, uh, used to love com- coming up and sharing in front of people because I always felt God was really speaking to me when I was younger. And uh, God just took, has taken me through such a process to now where I do love speaking, but I get so incredibly nervous. Um, and I reckon that's just because God is calling this place to be such a, a place where He really builds upon this nation. And it's like whenever I, I grab this mic, I just feel like it's a, it's a weight. <laughs> but uh, I feel extremely privileged to, uh, to be able to come and to be able to speak to you guys. And I don't take it lightly always. I really seek God on, on, uh, on my messages. And I, I really believe that this, this message uh, today will be a, one we can build upon. And um, the, you guys uh, might have remembered, I think f- probably two or three weeks ago, Dad spoke on, a, on um, a message on the generational blessing of a well-ordered house. And uh, I really believe we need to really get rid of any familiarity. And I really believe we need to be really willing to tune in to, to that message, which is what I'm going to build upon today. And I really believe today's message I'm going to speak on uh, operating the blessing of a well-ordered house. I really believe this is crucial for us in order to receive for the next season. Amen. I really believe what God is doing. I felt Him say to me that this is a different sort of a season. Um, you know, we all go through seasons. They're all, they're all different. They can be challenging. They can be uh, fruitful. Um, but we all have different seasons of life. And uh, that, that involves in the spirit world as well. So we can often make the mistake of focusing in on what is going on in the natural. But God wants us to, to focus in on what He is doing in the nation uh, and be willing to build acro- upon His hand. Amen. So uh, just, I'm just going to run through a few things quickly, um, the points that Dad shared with us. 
So he spoke about the generational blessing of a well-ordered house. So uh, in order to receive the blessing that God has for a generation, we need to have our house in order, amen? And so a good example of that is when I look at a house, I look at a family, often you can tell if the house is in order by the children. You can see it. And it's the same, it's the same here. We are the children of God, amen? And when the house is not in order, it can be like the children can be out of, out of order. There's dysfunction, there's addiction, there's these patterns that are established in our life. And it's like we come through the, the process of the cross and God sets us free, but then it's, if the house is not in order, it's like we can plug back into the old man. And uh, I really believe that in this season, God is wanting to strip away every aspect of the old man, amen? All right, so you're with me this morning? I'm just gonna pray, so I'd like you to stand. And I'd just like you to, this morning, uh, as you just close your eyes, I'd really like you to be willing to get rid of every barrier, every familiar spirit, every blockage, every barrier this morning. And I believe that God is gonna establish something in your heart and in your spirit. And I want you to be willing to receive miracles this morning. I want you to be able to receive His presence, His touch on your life this morning, amen. So close your eyes. Lord God, we just thank You that You're working in this nation. Lord God, that You're working in this people. Lord God, I thank You that in the background, Lord God, that You're, you're building an army, Lord God, that is gonna be able to set, Lord God, the Word for this nation. Lord God, I ask this morning that, Lord God, where there is damage and there's blockages in people's lives, Lord God, there's familiarity, Lord God, we vacate that right now in the Name of Jesus. Lord God, where things have stopped us from receiving, Lord God, I break the power right now by the Name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Lord God, we give over everything to You right now. Lord God, we welcome Your presence, Lord God, and we ask that You would dwell among us this morning. Lord God, that Your presence, Your Word would go before and after. Lord God, I just see where those have been in the wilderness, Lord God, and there is, there is not order in the house. Lord God, I ask that today, Lord God, You would set it, Lord God, so we're able to receive the Word for the next season. Lord God, I ask, Lord God, that you'd, you'd, you'd make us ready to receive that generational blessing. Lord God, that must be carried on. Lord God, like Moses, Lord God, he received the mandate, Lord God, and he delivered the Word, Lord God, but it was Joshua who carried it out. Lord God, allow us to see in this season, Lord God, remove the fog, remove the fear, Lord, give us the blueprint. In Jesus' Name. And everyone said? Amen. Amen. Take a seat. So just quickly, what Dad spoke about, in order to receive uh, the generational blessing of a well-ordered house, we must build upon His presence. Amen. It is crucial. We can, we can often make the mistake of building our house in a natural sense. We go about, you can have a lovely natural house, but if things aren't set according to His pattern, to His presence, if you're not dwelling in His presence, then you may have a nice house, but it can, when the shaking comes, it can, it can crumble. The second one was His priorities. Often we can have our own priorities and we can ask God to bless our priorities. Lord, can your, your priorities be mine? Can my priorities be yours, sorry? We need to change that so His priorities are ours. And His provision. I really believe this is a key one in this season because I just believe that everything that can shake will shake and He must be our provider, amen? Often we can, we can plug into our, our own what we want 
and we can provide for ourselves, and we can think that that's, that's what God has. You can be very fruitful, but without His provision, things can crumble in the future. And I just believe that this is a warning, you know, that God is going to shake things. He's going to allow the shaking and we need to be under His covering, His provision. We must build upon His priorities, His provision and His presence in order to receive the generational blessing. I just, I just love how throughout the Bible you just get such great examples of this where people just plug in, they go, they seek out His presence, they seek out His face and they get the, the blueprint. You know, Elijah, I love it how he used to do it. You know, David, Joseph, Joshua, Moses, like there's just such great examples of just, they had such an intimate relationship with, with God and, you know, they were able to receive a blueprint for a nation. And I just, I reckon in this season, we've got a well-ordered house. We've got a well-ordered house here and it is important to protect it. But you can, you can take, when you come into the, the well-ordered house, you can take that home and you can build that in your house. You know, and your children, your offspring can be the ones that go forth and they, they, they build like Joseph did, uh, sorry, like Joshua did on, on Moses' dream. You know, God's going to deliver things. He's going to deliver it to you. And I believe that in this season, this shouldn't just, the, the assignment shouldn't fall on the mother and the father of the house. It should, it should fall upon the children to carry it out. We should be willing to receive every word that comes from the mouth. Test it with your spirit, but be willing to carry it out. And I just want to say that God has, has given each and every one of us dreams. He's given us passion. And, and I just want you to don't, don't put those things in the sand. Build upon those things. Let those dreams, those inspirations, those passions come to life in this season, amen? I'm, I'm one who always dreaming. I'm always dreaming. I'm always, like at night I dream, but in the day I dream. I dream about what God wants. I ask God, what do you want me to do? And I'm, I'm always chipping away at it. I'm always chipping away at it. And I just encourage you in this season, God wants to speak to you. He wants to use you. Amen? I want you to hear me this morning. I want you to respond. At the moment, there's a lot of talk about, you know, the potential of war and the, what's going on around the world. And uh, I often just see the, how they build. You know, there's, there's rank, there's order. Uh, and they, they, they build according to the order so that when the attack of the enemy comes, there is a clear way to go about it. And you see, uh, you see that where, you know, where there's a battle that's been had and there's no order, there's holes in the army. There's holes in the army. And uh, I really encourage you to, to step into order in your house in your job, in your relationships, in your lives, step into order so that when the attack of the enemy comes, when the shaking comes, there's no holes. Amen. So my message this morning is operating in the blessing or operating under the blessing of a well-ordered house. So number one, I just want to paint a picture for you so you, you get it. So when I look at a house, you have... I think three, three main key points, all right? Your basic, basic square house. You have the foundations. You have the walls and the doorways. And you have the covering. Amen. So the first point this morning is the foundations. We must set the foundations according to His pattern. Amen. So you see when they build a house, they build the, the concrete. I used to do concreting for, for a job when I was younger and there's actually a lot of work that goes into setting that slab, that foundation in place. There's a levelling, there's a digging, there's, a, there's putting the sand down, there's putting the plastic down so moisture doesn't get up, there's putting the Rio, there's tying it together, there's pouring the concrete and there's levelling the concrete. There's so much that goes into it so that when the shaking comes, it doesn't crack. Amen? So ultimately, when we talk about the foundations of the house, 
We're talking about the Word of God. We must build our foundations according to the Word of God. Amen. We can deviate. We can look at what we think is a better idea and we can deviate. This gets us in all sorts of mischief. Over the years, I've been very lucky to have, when I can't hear, I've got a very good dad and a very good mum. And they often pencil it right into me when I'm out of line. So I've been lucky that I haven't deviated when I've built my life. But in everything that I've done throughout my life, my dad has asked me this question, okay, what does God want? What's He doing? What does His Word say? And so in this season, going into this, this future that we're going into, God wants to prepare you. He wants to build upon your foundation, but He wants to do it His way. So we must be willing to build according to His pattern, amen? When we deviate away from the Word and the pattern God has set, we are removing ourselves from under His blessing. When the shaking comes, it's gonna crumble. Luke chapter 6, 46 says, but why do you call me Lord and not do the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears me saying and do, my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood rose, the stream, bet, the stream came against the house, but could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. He who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house, a house on the earth without a foundation, against which the stream beat and it immediately fell, and the ruin of the house was great. Again, I just wanna encourage you, we must build it. We must build it God's way. I look around and we can often just, we can put our own things, we can put our own foundations down. Finance. People think that finances and house markets and, and jobs, stable jobs, Centrelink are unshakable and we build our life around this. We build our, our life around a daily job. You must have a job, don't get me wrong, but our foundations, our source of life must come from Him. Amen, because I can guarantee that in the future things are gonna shake. I can see it shaking. There's a mass deception. There's a mass deception amongst the nation, but we must not focus on that. We must plug into what God's doing. Otherwise we become distracted. You know, our ministries, I see it with so many ministries. It becomes about the ministry and it becomes about me and what I can deliver. I actually don't like ministry because it's become pumped up. Church has become pumped up to a disco or it's become something, it's a show. This needs to be an intimate place where we receive from God. You know, I don't want to speak the Word. I don't want to speak anything from this pulpit unless it's of His Word, unless it's His heart. And I believe that that needs to be our heart going forward. Lord, what do you want to do in me? Ask yourself this, what do I need to undo in the current foundations of my house? Ask yourself, answer it, write it down. We must be the, like the ones who built the house on the rock. We must be seeking first His kingdom and building according to His pattern with everything we do. The first thing that happens when you, when you decide to build a house is you go and get the plans done up. You go get an architecture, right? He must be our architect. Before any construction happens, the architect assigns a blueprint. There is covering in the blueprint. The foundations of your house must be built upon the blueprint that God has given. Is your foundation built upon the blueprint that God has given? Does it need work? You see, sometimes in a house, 20 years later, you see the, the floorboards start to crack or the, 
uh, the walls are, you see cracks. Do you know why that is? Because the foundations. When a foundation drops, the walls crack and the house becomes unsafe. You're dwelling in a house that can collapse. This is no different in our, in our spirit life. We need to be plugged into exactly what God is doing. You know, the foundations of your life. Ask yourself, what, what are the foundations that I've built my life upon? I was reading this and it, it whacked me in the face. Psalms 127 verse one says, unless the Lord builds the house, they labour in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Let me read that again. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labour in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. The building of God goes far beyond the natural. We're called to build in spirit. God has a divine pattern for everything that He does and He says. God has a divine pattern for you. But you must build the foundations according to His Word in order to receive it. God has a divine pattern for everything, for your marriage, your ministry, leadership, children, jobs. In everything that He does, He has a divine pattern. And when you build upon the divine pattern that God has set, nothing that comes against you can be shaken. Anything He requires you to build, He will provide the measurements. He gives the plan. Genesis chapter 6, verse 13 is a great example of that. It's when God comes and speaks to Noah. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and outside with pitch. And this is how you shall make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits. It's width, its width 50 cubits and its height 30 cubits. You shall make a window for the ark and you shall finish it to a cubit from above and set the door of the ark in its side. You shall make it with lower second and third decks. Incredible. You know, I, I can actually say in my life, God has showed up like this at times. And He's actually, He said, bang, this is, this is what's going on. Just about a month ago, He did it with a house. We had like no money in our bank account and a month later we bought a house. It's because He showed me. He told me, he said, all right, bang, this is the blueprint. I went and had a look at this house. Next thing about... $10,000 just over a week came into our account randomly. I overpaid tax and all this sort of weird stuff. But God blesses it when you listen, when you plug in, when you build according to His voice, according to His pattern, nothing can be shaken, amen? I wanna encourage you. You don't seem like you're picking this up this morning. Give it to him, Simon says. The tabernacle, the temple, if the building isn't built according to the pattern, the building comes not only a danger to the builder, but also to those around it. Set your house in order. When we set our foundation of the house according to His pattern, it will be able to withstand any attack of the enemy. Set the foundations of the house right so you can stand the test of time. Just like the floods of the ark, it will attract the presence, favour and blessing of God. Be willing to change what you have built. Be willing to adjust the pattern and operate according to His blessing. We need to build according to His architecture. Amen. Hey. Just good?
Number two, doorways. We must be mindful of the open doorways into the house. The doorways into a house are the entry points. You can't get in or out without them. We must be mindful of the open doors into the house. Doorways are what we open our lives to, what we give access to, what we entertain. Can also be, you know, understood as what you behold. This comes by what we see, by what we hear, by what we speak and what we feel, what you behold. We have been, become far too complacent with what we entertain. Often we can justify the poisonous traits, roots due to certain reasons. This just gives power back to the enemy, back to the old man. It drags you back. It gives the enemy power to work in our lives. I just wanna encourage you, now is not a time to entertain those things that the enemy has put in your life. It's not. God is calling you and He's calling me to break, to break these things off our life, amen? We can say, oh, it's all right. You know, I did this with a, with a good heart. I, I, you know, I, I, I prayed afterwards or like too complacent. We've become so, so complacent. You can't serve two masters and what you allow into your heart through your eyes, through your ears is what's gonna flow out of you. Again, in, in a house, what you allow in through that front door is what the generations after you are gonna have flowing through their life. When we, d- we did Man Up, the, the Man Up Challenge, the first thing we, we learnt was what walks in a, in a father runs in a son. And you see it in the garden, they didn't all just go from being totally Sit no sin nature to a sinner just like that. There was a seed, there was a plant. It grew, it grew, and then the fall came. When you open your lives to certain things and your children are under the house, the generation is there. It's, it's, a seed is deposited on the inside of that child. And as they grow older, not, it, it far outgrows what's in you. So what are you going to open and allow into your life, into your children. Right now, you'd have things coming to mind and you need to make this today when you break it. Make this today when you snap that, you, you get rid of it. You can receive that right now. Amen, you can receive it right now. Say that, I receive it in Jesus' Name. I'm free. Amen. Mark 4, Mark 4.24 says, Then he said to them, Take heed what you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you, and to you who hear, more will be given. For whoever has, to him more will be given. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away. What you have can be taken away. We need to plug into him. Close off what you're listening to that isn't right. Close off what you're watching that isn't right. This is interesting. I've always found that when I look at someone and I look into their eyes, I know I can, I can see exactly what's going on. Luke chapter eleven thirty four says, the lamp of the body is the eye. Therefore, when your eye is good, your whole body also is full of light. But when your eye is bad, your body also is full of darkness. Therefore, take heed the light that which is in you is not darkness. If then your whole body is full of light, 
Having no part dark, the whole body will be full of light, as when the bright shining lamp gives you light. It's incredible. What you see, this can be spiritual, this can be natural. What you look at in the natural has a heavy impact on spiritual, spiritually what goes on on the inside of you. And this, this comes back to the foundations. Whenever I go through trials and tribulations, I plug into what I know God has given me, what He has said, the foundation that He's built in my life. Because even then when the shaking comes, I come back to it and there is no waver. And the, the, it may be hard, but what God says, you know, it allows me to anchor. And so there's no swaying. We can, we can sway sometimes. When the shaking comes, we can sway, we can disconnect. Matthew 6, 22, the lamp of the body is the eye. Sorry, I just read that. Oops. What we watch, what we see is often a good reflection of where your heart is at. This is why it is crucial to monitor what we are allowing into the house. What are you allowing into your house? What have you justified that isn't God's plan? What are the open doors in your lives? What are you entertaining in your house? What needs to go? It is crucial to pull out the poisonous weeds growing in the bed of our heart. Bitterness, offence, addiction, anger. God is calling you to be free and close the doors the enemy has opened in this season. In order to do this, you must be accountable to what you're beholding in your life. What you speak. I always say this to people. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. People have slipped up with this. People that call themselves a Christian, then they swear like a trooper. It's a doorway. God's calling you to challenge, He's challenging you to change that. You can see where there's insecurity, it flows out of our mouth. We can, then we, we start beating up, we start speaking negative things, we start thinking negative things, we start throwing them out there and I'm telling you, that has a huge effect. That is a doorway, that is a gateway to your heart. When you speak like that, it is also a deposit into someone else. They don't have to hear you for, for that to be a deposit. Open doors will have a tremendous influence on the future and generations to come. What walks in the Father runs in the Son. Close the doors today. My dad was great at this. He was all, always drilling into me. What's God doing? What's God saying? You're born to be a leader. God's gonna use you. You're a man of God. You're not like everyone else. You're an arrowhead leader. What's God saying in this season? We must change the way we speak. I went through a season where I had horrible self-thought, self-talk, and I had to, for a year or more, stick things up on my, on my bathroom window and speak them. I felt like an idiot and there was actually a blockage there because the, my, the pattern, that dysfunction had been so rooted in my life that it was like I couldn't get the words out. If you have that issue, you need to start to do this. Speak properly. God has given you a mouth. He's given you a tongue for life. It's for the uplifting, upholding. It's for the encouraging to speak life into situations. You see where in families, the parents, where they're negative in the way they speak, the children grow up with dysfunction and insecurity. And it's like it's a tenfold. We need to adjust the way we think. 
where we speak to others, where we connect with others, adjust how you treat your brothers and sisters, your covenant partners. Be upholding, uplifting. When we set our house in order, your house will be like a gateway to heaven. We must prioritise His presence. Is His presence set in your house? Are His priorities set in your house? Is God your provider? Or is the world your provider? It's interesting when God delivered the people from, from Egypt, He gave them a blueprint and delivered them out of slavery, but then they, they went back. They roamed for 40 years. Only two made it through. It was an 11 day journey. Sometimes we can plug in, we can hear God and then it's like when it doesn't happen how we thought it would, we plug back into those patterns, those, those familiar things and it's like we just walk back. We take out the blessing away. God wants to close the open doors that are not of Him. Covering the walls, the roof. Point number three. Be accountable to the covering that God has given. We must be accountable to the covering God has given. Do not forsake the gathering. I love that one. God has called us to to come together. There's no one man army. There's no covering in one man army. Covering comes through the relationships that God has put around you. Covering is in the house. There is tremendous covering in the mantle of the body of Christ. I want to encourage you in this season, if your house is not in order, come back to the house of God. Plug in. I see so many times when things, there's dysfunction that comes back into people's life and the houses fall out of order, the the devil comes in and there's a disconnect. Once he, he removes removes you from that that source of light, that that power source, that's like the enemy can come in. When I see a house, I see the roof. This is the covering, the mantle of God's protection. When we step into the house of God, we're stepping into His covering. When you disconnect from the house of God, the covering is not there. It's foolish to think that we're not gonna go through dysfunction and trialling times in our life. It's foolish to think that. That's normal, that's part of life. What is even more foolish is to pull away from God and the relationships that God has set in our lives in those seasons. It allows the enemy to work. It separates the army, it separates the unit. There's holes, the enemy comes in, there's darkness. Ask yourself, is my house set in order? Are the foundations built according to His pattern, His blueprint? 
are the doorways into the home, into the house, what God has set? Are they established by His Word? What we hear, what we see, what we speak, they must be of His Word. Listen to this. Covering is to protect, to cover, to defend, join together. God has set a tremendous amount of protection and covering in the relationships He has set around you and I. Relationships won't be easy. They should take work. They should protect, keep to account. The reality of life is that you will go through testing and trialling times. And the Bible says to count it all joy when you go through these things. This is the process. This makes a perfect work. It says in James chapter 2. What you turn to in these times is an indication of your heart. Where is your heart at? What's growing in your heart? Do not forsake the gathering. In wrapping up this morning, I just want to say this, this message of building a house in order, there is a generational blessing available. And I believe we are plugged into it, but it's not going to come easy. There is a generational blessing for this church, but there is a generational blessing for you. God wants to take us from slaves to children of God, to sons and daughters. And I just want to close on saying this morning, if you, if you feel in your life that you need to respond to this today, the altar is open. Because I believe that some of us, maybe all of us, in our, in our foundations, there's things that we've built upon that are not of Him. And you cannot serve two masters. You need to relay the foundations. That's okay. We've got people around. We've got relationships that can, that can help you do that. But you must plug in. Doorways. What are the open doors? What are you watering? What are you building in your life? What are you saying? What are you hearing? Amen. When I look at this people, I see something great. I look at every single one of you and I see that God is, He's put things in your heart and He wants to break it. He wants to break it open so that you can begin to change, so you can begin to come more like Him. God has given you influence. He's given you abundance. He's giving you blessing. This morning is the morning for things to change in your life. I believe we need to respond to this. Is your house in order? Is your heart in order? What have you allowed? What have you put there? What have you refused to give control to Him? This morning is, is the morning to respond. Because I can tell you, I reckon when Dad comes back here, he's gonna be a man on assignment. He's gonna have the clear direction for this season, for this nation. And we need to have our house in order. Do not be complacent. We must have our house in order. Is the covering, the walls, are they built by Him? Is the roof built by Him? Are you plugging in? Are you plugging in? Maybe I'll just, I'll just pray as we close and maybe if I can just have every eye closed, amen. Lord God, we just thank You for what You've, you've done here this morning. Lord God, I thank You that You're building an army. Lord God, that wants to build the house, wants to set the house in order, Lord God. 
Lord God, I ask for those this morning, Lord God, where their foundations haven't been set according to your, your blueprint. Lord God, there would be an adjustment this morning. Lord God, there'd be a grace, Lord God, to go forth and rebuild. Lord God, I thank You for the doorways, Lord God. I ask that You'd give them the, the power, Lord God, to be able to see and close, Lord God, and stay to it. Lord God, that their eyes, Lord God, would be focused on You and their ears, Lord God, would be tuned into Your Word. Lord God, that there wouldn't be distractions, Lord God. Lord God, that you'd, 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 you'd teach them how to see. Lord God, see what you see. Hear what you speak. Lord God, for the covering, Lord God, I ask for, for those, Lord God, where they've allowed disconnection, Lord God. Separation, Lord God, from you, from your relationships, your, your covering. Lord God, you'd bring it back. Lord God, I also, I just thank you for healing, Lord God, in people's minds, in people's bodies, Lord God. Lord God, remove disbelief. Lord God, let our faith arise. We may see the assignment, believe the assignment. We wouldn't fear it, but we would know it in our hearts.